Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the So What Podcast. My name is Anna McGuire and I'm so excited to have a conversation with you today about sowing intentionally into our lives so that we can reap abundantly in the days, weeks, months, and even years to come. Well, 2022 is upon us. And I don't know about you, but I really do love making new goals for the new year. I know some people say like, I don't like resolutions and I don't like making new goals for the year. Like, you know what? I do. I just do. I find that there is something refreshing and even transformative about a new year, a new season, a new calendar to establish some things that you want to pursue and own in your life. So some people, they may not even like set a specific goal. I have really close friends that it's like that's their, they have a word for the year or a theme for the year. That's awesome. Some people have like specific measurable goals. Like I want to, uh, you know, complete this race or I want to pay off this much debt, whatever it may be. Uh, whatever it is, like if you have like a word or a theme or a goal for the year, I think that is brilliant. I love it. Take advantage of January 1st. In my experience, setting out the new year with some intentions and plans and goals and dreams, it has been hugely beneficial to me. In 2021, Andrew and I set out with some pretty ambitious goals for us as a family, uh, in our business, in our personal lives, as individuals. And can I just tell you, when we set out those intentions and we had those goals with a lot of work and a lot of grace from Jesus, we've seen many of those goals come to pass. And I don't think those things would have just happened had we not had some goals or some plans or some vision for it. You know, scripture says, it's one of my favorite verses. It says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Meaning when there is no uh, like clear direction in which you're going, people get weary, people get tired, they fall away. And so I think it's so important to have vision and purpose and goals and dreams for our life. And again, the goals aren't who we are. Like the plans aren't who we are. Like it's not like we're nothing until we achieve something. However, I think that we all have purpose and we're all created with amazing gifts, talents, and abilities to do good works. Not that that is who we are, but we have gifts, talents, and abilities, man, to enjoy life and to bless other people. Well, heading into 2022, I have a handful of goals, specific goals. I actually do have a word for this next year that I really set up on my 29th birthday, so November of 2021. I decided, okay, this is going to be my word. So I've never actually done that where I've had like a singular word for the year. So I'm really excited about that. I'll probably share about that in a future episode. But I wanted to share with you one of my top goals for 2022. Now, I would think that a lot of times that I'm a decent listener. I'm a counselor. I'm a pastor. However, I found myself this last year not being fully present all the time when I was with people. I had moments where I would like walk away having a full-blown conversation with somebody and be like, wait, what did they say again? And then I, it dawned on me, like I was listening, but I wasn't necessarily like hearing them or I was hearing them, but I wasn't listening. Like I could hear their voice, but I wasn't listening to the words coming from their mouth. So in this new year, I want to be a better listener. That is one of the top 
goals of my year is I want to be a better listener. And this isn't like a measurable goal that I can say like after 37 conversations, I will know that I'm a better listener. Um, But it's something that I want to pursue and I hope my relationships flourish and grow and are strengthened as a result of that. In my experience and from what I have experienced walking with other people is that We think that being a good listener comes down to three things. We think it's not talking when others are speaking, giving good like nonverbal cues like facial expressions, like "Mm -hmm," nodding the head, um, just to let them show like know and show that you are listening. So that's the second thing. And the third thing is that uh, we're able to summarize or repeat back to others what they have said, practically word for word in some cases. And in my master's program for counseling, these were all actually things that we were taught about being a good listener. And although these are elements to being a good listener, I have experienced in my own life, you can do all three of these things and actually not be a good listener. That you can not talk when other people are speaking. You can give nonverbal like cues. You can give some good verbal sounds like, mm-hmm. And you can repeat and summarize back what the person has said, but still not hear them. So as I've done some research and some studying I've done some studying with like the Harvard Business Review and some psychology books about being a better listener. And these are some things that I have pulled as I've been studying for my own personal life that I've thought, oh my goodness, I want to share this with my friends on so what. So all of this data that's been analyzed by all these different organizations, they say yes, that not speaking when other people are speaking, obviously that is a key ingredient to listening. And giving the nonverbal and the facial expressions and the mm-hmm is good. And then being able to summarize is great. However, there is like motives behind being a good listener. It's not just the actions, it's the the attitude and the motive in which you set out when you are speaking with someone. And so here's one thing, or multiple things, but that I found at doing my research, reading for myself, that I thought was huge and I wanted to share with you. So the first thing that I found that I thought was so good is that good listeners, they are much more than just silent while the other person talks. Um, Again, you want to be quiet so that you can listen, that you're not interrupting and doing all those things, but a really good listener they ask good questions. They ask good questions. Good listeners ask good questions. They don't. They make less statements and ask more questions. The first person that comes to my mind when I read this is actually my friend Allie Bowman, who was actually on So What at the very beginning of the season. She was the one that we did the, the grief episode with, and she shared her story, and it was absolutely phenomenal. She is amazing at asking good questions. And anytime I sit down with Allie and I share my heart with her, I know she's listening because the questions she asks me in return, she asks me questions that not many people ask me. Like I'll share with her something exciting and she's like, oh, that is so good. Like, where did that come from? And I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't know where that came from. Let me think about it. Let me ponder it. And so she invites me to share more. It's not like she's making statements like, oh yeah, mm -hmm, that's real good. Let me like share with you my side of things now. No, she's actually promoting me speaking more. It's crazy. 
So good listeners, they ask questions and they ask questions to promote. And I loved uh, the Harvard, Harvard Business Review put it this way. They ask questions that promote discovery and insight. These questions gently challenge, you know, assumptions that maybe you had about them or that you thought that their perspective was going to be going deeper. You sit there silently and you listen and you take in what the person is saying and then ask them more. Ask them deeper questions based on what they shared with you. That's one thing that I found that being a good listener is all about is asking good questions. Asking good questions. The second thing that I found is good listeners in their interactions of listening They build the other person's self-esteem. They build the other person's self-esteem. The Harvard Business Review put it this way. The best listeners made the conversation a positive experience for the other party, which doesn't happen when the listener is passive. Oh, that's so good. Good listeners made the other person feel supported and conveyed, and they had confidence in them. Good listening is characterized by the creation of a safe environment in which issues and differences could be discussed openly. I just love that. A great example of this, my my pastor, Jason, he talks about when you sit down with someone, do they walk away thinking, man, you're awesome? Or do they walk away from that conversation saying, I'm awesome? And he talks about in a lot of our teachings, his leadership teachings, how great leaders, when people sit down with you, instead of them walking away and saying, oh, you are awesome, this leader is awesome, that they're walking away saying, I'm awesome. Good listeners give confidence, make the other person feel safe, make the other person feel like a rock star. And that's really where, you know, asking the good questions come from is that you show them, man, you are so valuable and your opinion matters. And I want to know more about you because you are that special. So good listeners, they ask good questions. They build the other person's self-esteem. And then here's the next part is that good listeners is a two-way conversation. So poor listeners, uh, they are seen as like competitive in their listening. And I have been guilty of this hundreds, if not thousands of times, is that somebody shares something and like, I can't wait to respond back. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Me too, me too, me too. Or yeah, in my experience, like anybody, like, does that resonate with you? Uh, Because it totally resonates with me. Good listeners, they, they don't sit there in silence and prepare for their next response. Instead, good listeners just sit and they listen for the sake of listening. Not wanting to win the words of like, I'm speaking more or my side is being shared, but truly listening. That it is a two-way street. Like good listeners, they see that conversations are two-way conversations can't happen just, you know, with one person sitting there. They could be doing that with a wall. Uh, It has to be two-way. So what I'm being challenged on, even in this moment, in this season, is when somebody else is speaking, I'm silent. And I'm not preparing my response, like a statement. I'm trying to sit there and chew through what the person is sharing, being fully engaged with them, and really having some good questions to prompt discovery and insight of that person. 
Again, I am not uh, a, uh, the trophy, I guess, winner in this area. I have seen in this year, man, this is where I need to grow. I feel like the Lord has shown me multiple moments where it's like, Anna, you could have been a better listener there. And I want to grow in that. And so 2022, it is my year to grow in my listening skills. It is my year to be a better listener, to ask better questions that when people have conversations with me, my hope and my goal is they walk away feeling like a rock star because they felt safe and they felt heard by me. And here's my invitation. This year, I would love for you to go on the journey with me of 2022 being the year of listening growth, becoming a better listener. And again, this can't be like a quantified thing. Like it's unfortunately, it's not like, you know, something that you can measure each and every day. But I do believe it is something that is felt by you and it is felt by the people around you. And I have found even in just the last few days as I've really been trying to lean into this area, I have felt different in my interactions with people. I have felt like they've been more genuine interactions and I feel like I'm walking away with deeper connection. So friend, I hope that you'll choose that this year in this season, maybe even right now today, as you're interacting with people that you'll want to grow in the area of listening with me, taking the time, not just being silent, not just nodding and giving, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, or summarizing what they, they said, but instead sitting with them. Not preparing a statement, but really engaging, having great questions, taking in what they're saying. And then really, as you're taking it in, sitting with them, not competing when it comes to sharing words that you're allowing the other person to feel safe. And then as a result of feeling safe, feeling more confident and feeling like their esteem is lifted. So friend, I'm always in your corner and I'm cheering you on. And as crazy as this may sound, I feel you all cheering me on in this, in this next year of life. I hope friend, you have an amazing new year and that this is a year where your relationships flourish and are healthier than ever before. I love you friend. And I can't wait to talk to you next week.